Welcome to the Peace and Purpose Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. What is up, everybody? Chance Brown. How are you, man? I'm thriving on my four thriving. and a half hours, four and a half hours of sleep. Hope, yeah, Chance had, ho- Chance hope had a you, fun weekend. I hope y'all got some more sleep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely more than us. Uh, so, so this week, we're going to talk about the importance of aligning with who we are. And more specifically, we're going to talk about the importance of aligning with what we value, also known as what we find important in life. Um, so, we, me and Chance, that is, we did an exercise uh, before the podcast. I did it uh, about a week ago, but he did it a little bit earlier. Um, and... Uh, the exercise is about discerning the values that we do have and getting to know ourselves a little bit more about the things that we do find important. Um, so Chance and I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and work through just a discussion about that. We, we recognize that the last couple of episodes have been more process-oriented with us doing the work on the podcast, but today we're going to sort of bring the the finished product of what we figured out beforehand. So... Chance, without further ado, do you want to talk about um, your values and what you discovered about yourself? Yeah, no, thank you for the for the brief introduction. So before digging into the values, I wanted to say kind of how this relates back to stress, at least from my perspective, is uh, a lot of the times we, without taking the time to figure out what our core beliefs are, sometimes there's this dissonance with who we want to be versus who we actually are. And that's what we're going to focus on today. There can be some stress that stems from that with that inconsistency. Um, so with further, but without further ado, I will go into <laughs> mine. Um, disclaimer before I actually go through, uh, and it's, it's actually 10. Um, before I go through those, I did want to say mine was brief. I think I realized something in doing mine. Um, one thing that is to focus on is... With those 10 beliefs, it's important to figure out not who you are necessarily, but who you would want to be, what your true values are. I looked at my 10, and it was more or less kind of who I am at this point, I feel like, and a lot of those that could have been included on the list, I value more, but I don't necessarily align with yet. So going through mine, top 10 in order. Um, the first one I have on there is balance. Um, I'll just go through them real quick and then we can discuss. So I have balance, then I have kindness, then I have happiness, discipline, accomplishment, fun, faith, teaching, openness, and connection. Corin, I'm curious, what is, what does your list look like? So mine starts off with spirituality. I've got joy. I've got honoring myself. And this is sort of a double. I have one that's similar to that down below. I have connection just like chance. I have impact. I have loving. I have fun, humor, and freedom. I also have authenticity. And there's two extra that I added. I actually have 12 here. But I noticed this little after the fact is self-actualization and self-expression. So that's that's the stuff I'm working out of. And um, another comment about the dissonance sort of thing, 
before we before we get deeper into this, I wanted to make this comment. Is it's sort of like an unease when you're I don't know, it's you know that antsy feeling. I think Chance and I both talk about that sort of like on Sunday nights, that antsy feeling of like the week coming up. But it's sort of like this feeling of like, oh man, I'm supposed to be doing something else right now. Or like, I'm supposed to be doing something else. Like that dissonance that's there, this is sort of a way to peek into that dissonance uh, through our value. This is one lens to look at that. So, Chance, talking about your values, you were saying that a lot of those are ones that you actually see yourself embodying right now, but not as much as what you would value to have long term? Uh, Yes and no. So, yes. Um, that is true. Some of them, I think, would be on my list. Others, I think, could be replaced um, for something that would be more fitting that I actually value, but that I might not embody currently. Um, I also wanted to, like I said, I know I go off topic a lot, but I think this would be very valuable. I found in the moment that Corbin was just talking, there was a bunch of peace that came upon me, figuring out a lot of the times not... It's a lot A lot of the times before the podcast... And just in life in general, I, I'm looking to the next thing. It's like, okay, when I complete this task, what's next? And I don't know. There was there was some type of peace that came over me while Corbin was speaking to say, hey, you're in the podcast. Enjoy the moment. I, there's so much value that comes out of this. So I, that just quick, quick interjection there. Um, now, because I kind of got lost there, what, what, what train were we on? No. I think your comment was um, was really on base because I sort of feel that too. Like even like here recently, these last couple of days, it's like whenever we can finally settle into doing something like that, it just feels good. Like I felt that that sense of urgency or that sense of antsiness, and I think part of it comes out of a um, just we 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 think we're time scarce people. I think it comes out of the mindset of of time scarcity. And not having enough time to do anything, and I think that I don't think that's a reality. I think that's a mindset. But, but anyway, yeah. So your values, chance. Looping back to that, tell us tell us about your reflection on them. So one thing that has been really apparent in life recently, I don't know. It would, it's probably been over the course of years, but balance has been a huge thing in my life. As far as I find that in about anything I do. It, there is almost a black and white and the balance is the gray area and it's hard to see that sometimes such as work and life balance sometimes I find myself working way too long or I wouldn't say working way too less but it's finding a balance of I want to put forth effort in work and do the best I can but then, then there's a there's a line that I need to draw of I need to get everything done completed for that day but if this A or B comes up, then what do I value more? Yeah, I mean, I think the balance thing is a good thing. And cutting into the topic a little bit here is the importance of looking at your day-to-day activities and figuring out whether they align with your values. That would be that would be a big part of whether you're aligning with yourself or not. And when you're in alignment and you're in balance and you value that and you find that that puts you in a better place, then you don't have that dissonance. But you're going to have the dissonance if you're doing a lot of things that you think you're supposed to be doing, but they don't actually align with who you are. 
And so I think it's important to reflect on the, the, the ways that, you know, I find that our unconscious mind has ways of, if we're not thinking about it, has ways of attaining what we really want, but don't, doesn't always do it in the most productive way. So it may, the great thing about isolating your values is you can figure out what you truly want and find importance without getting attached to the way you're getting there. So you know what you really want, like what the end game is, like how, how you want your human, what you want it to look like, your human experience. And by looking at the values in the, in the face, bringing them out to the light, you can shed behaviors and patterns that you thought were getting you to what you wanted before, but really don't serve you. And see that there are other paths to get to some of these value objectives. Like, think about it. If there's something you're doing that, like chance for your, for your achievement value, if there's something in there that you are doing right now that just isn't serving you, but you think it's something you need to do to reach your achievement value, you can sort of take another path to get to that achievement. You aren't, you aren't restrained and handcuffed to that, to the specific activity you're doing right now to gain achievement. And that's sort of a, since I've done this exercise, it's sort of a relief because it provides you with more personal freedom to, to, embody the things in your life and experience the things in your life that you want to without being chained to a specific behavior or a specific thing that you feel like you have to do to get there. What, what do you think about that, Chance? It makes me think of the motive that I have to do things. So I think I think a main topic is money and why you're driven to do possibly the job that you do. I love where we're going. I've I've found that oftentimes, even if in your head, and this is the unconscious portion that Corbin mentions that I relate to when I talk about this, it's I want to do a good job in my job, but why? What's the reasoning? What's the true reasoning? You know, sometimes I you know I tell myself for my job in particular, it's to help other people. But a lot of the times you have to look at your, the way you do things, why you do the things the way you do them, more of an analysis on what you're saying, what you're doing, and then looking at the reasoning behind that to see where your true value is coming in, whatever that may be. So if, you know, for example, mine was to, you know, grow relationships with them work or grow businesses. And that was what I wanted to do. I made, I need to make sure that the comments I'm making, the way I'm doing the things I'm doing are aligning with that rather than, oh, I'm just trying to do well so I can make money or I'm just trying to do well to make a name for myself. And I think observing the physical things, it's, it's a lot of reflection and seeing those specific instances on the things that you're talking about the way you're talking about things the way you do things um and i, I pass it back yeah. over to you, you to corbin if you want to expand on that i think i think that's quite insightful and brilliant chance i think your your thoughts about what incentivizes us you know like as a, as a people study in management of businesses aligning incentives for, for employees. So 
So, for example, it, like with the money thing, it's like how do you incentivize your employees to do a good job, you know? Is it okay if we make so many sales, you get the Christmas bonus, or so that would be incentivizing by money or a monetary gain? Is it by, you know, providing opportunities for you to travel if you wanted to, to travel in a certain position? Is it something HR-oriented, like, you know, we're going to have free pizza Fridays or, or you know, so, I don't know, some, something crazy like that. I think um, Chance has been, didn't you do something like that at Cutco, like you guys got prizes for being good salespeople? Yep, that was, that was different incentives. Yeah, so, like, I think it's a question of figuring out what incentives you have on a personal level and then deciding also that in, like that thing that you gain from doing something, a.k.a. the incentive, whether that actually aligns with your values and what you find important, which is a cool thought. Um, like think, whether you can tr- trace that over to your list. I think something neat, too, is why you do the things that you do. Even if you do value them, it's are you living out your values through what you're doing? So I'm thinking of running. So I really enjoy running. It's always been something that I've loved to do. I'm not going to say running is one of my values, but one of my values is faith. And I don't know if there's a correlation here, but I've been trying to make this connection. And I like to make these future instances that might happen, might not happen, but I see it as this could be where this is going. So I've always done running for my enjoyment, for a stress reliever. And I feel like as far as what God's telling me to do, it's you need to take this time to not only stress relieve, but a lot of times I find myself running. It's like, all right, you know, this feels great, but I'm, I'm ready to be done. Like it hurts, but that's the point. It keeps my mind. I, I, running just does something special for me, but I've found that right now recently I've had my knees have been bothering me. I haven't been able to run much and it's very frustrating to just simply give up. But I think running something that has been given to me to be able to get the opportunity to maybe speak to others. What I'm saying is, backing up is, I've, I don't know, man, this is, I can't put two and two, I can't put two and two together with. So let me ask you this, does running, so that's, that would be an activity you do. Does that align for you with any of your, um, I'm sure I have a feeling it does with any of your values that you outlined. Yeah, I would probably say it correlates with happiness for me. Great. Great. That's cool, man. Anything else? I know I know at one point with your with your achievement with with cross country you were definitely in that mode. Oh yeah, that one went right over my head. A- accomplishment would definitely be a good one that would also be Yeah. contributing to it. Yeah, man. That sense of satisfaction, sure. Yeah, I mean, is is there anything else? I mean, it's a that's a cool thing to look to look at, and then you can look at your daily activities and see where your high yield time is, like the time that is feeding your feeding your value system, which is a cool a cool thought, you know. So, like, take take any generic activity, and in my life, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to automate any activities that don't feed my values. That's my that's my thing I'm going towards, you know. I, mean, I think that's awesome too, because you're weeding out the things that 
you might deem important at this point, but when you truly realize your values, that right. time could be utilized somewhere else. That Definitely. Definitely. And I want to, we talked about, I believe we've talked about this before on the podcast, I'm sure. The process, the doing-oriented part, as opposed to the outcome. We can't be, we can't be outcome reliant people, you know. If we, if we want to have that nice sustained satisfaction and fulfillment over our lifetime, and our daily activities, the things that we do regularly, because of that, I want those things to be things that align with my values and the things that make me feel good and the things that are important to me. So, I I that's one reason I really enjoy have enjoyed doing this self sort of audit, if you will, that sounds a little formal, but an audit of myself to, you know, de- determine what my values are so, like I said before, I can customize my life around them. And if I want to change an individual activity and do another activity, but it still feeds my values, that allows me to have freedom and still be satisfied. Corbin, I, I got something, and a lot of things are off topic that I'm saying, but I think... I think earlier I was wanting to cut a lot of the things that I was previously saying because obviously it's clear that my brain is kind of fogged up and my thoughts are not in a pattern. Yeah. But I think some of it might be valuable to keep for listeners to, like I said, we want to be authentic. We want you to hear truly what we have to say and cut the least amount as possible. Something that I value is sleep, and I did not get it. And it's very clear to see the impacts of if you don't follow your values, what can happen? I know this is like a simple one, and sleep's not on my list, but I think. I'll well, yeah, yeah. Sleep would sleep would probably sleep would feed one of your deeper values. Sleep would be an act would be a practice to feed a value. It's not a value necessarily, you know. Like at least not a like not a deep value like we're talking, like a fundamental thing that you are. Gotcha. I think I think that was you know you know. Yeah, no, I know. But yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's good that we that we be authentic with you guys. Like, I'll be honest, at the beginning of this podcast, I've, I was sort of feeling a little off. And now that I've gotten into talking to you guys, I'm living in a value right now. I do, guys, I do want you guys to know that. Um, and you know how I know I'm living in the value is because when I'm speaking on this podcast, and hopefully those of you who are listening... Are benefiting, and I, I feel I'm gonna tell you my values right now. I mean, I'm feeling a ton of joy from this podcast. I feel like I'm honoring myself. I'm aligned with what I want to be doing. I want to be connecting with people and providing them with value and having fun and having freedom. I receive a lot of these things. Self-expression. Talk about that with a podcast. Self-actualization. We're learning about ourselves, and we're we're trying to honor that, and I'm doing that through this podcast because this is something I've wanted to do. So I feel, talking to you guys, I feel so lit up and alive. Like, this is one of the times in my week that I look forward to the absolute most because I'm aligned in this time. I'm connecting with Chance, you know. Me and Chance are best friends, and we're all in here connecting. And I just want to be as candid as possible about that. But anyway, I, yeah, being being candid with the... With the things we leave in, I think is good. I think it's very good. So, um, anyway, before we move forward with with our conversation, I do want to let you guys know, and we'll we'll probably mark this at the the end as well, is that 
we used a document. Well, not a doc. We used a tool to help us discern what our values were in preparation for this episode. And we're going to make that available to you guys as well so that you guys can hopefully do the same and start practicing and experiencing some of the things that we're experiencing on the show. Um, so, yeah, we'll provide that resource. Yeah, and so and Corbin, if yeah, go ahead, just Chance. to kind of elaborate on that. So there was a process that we did, and you can kind of do what you will. I know the most important part is with this tool, there will be a multitude of values that you can select from. And then what you would do is pick your top 10 and then order those. Now, from there, there is other steps, and you can go as far to completing all of those steps. Uh, as far as what, not what we would ask, but something we would, you know, recommend you might give a try is to at least figure out your top 10 values. And I would follow Corbin's format rather than mine, which was Corbin took a lot of time. I would say he meditated on this. He spent a lot of time trying to figure out which 10 those were and to truly feel out those to make sure that those were his true values because I think spending a lot of time investing in finding those 10 will make a bigger impact in the long run. Um, as for me, I kind of did it quickly, and I think a lot of the values I have on here could possibly be in my top 10, but if I think I'm going to go back and spend some more time on this, and I think that I'm going to see a lot of change as far as my values, as I had mentioned before, um, I think a lot of them are possibly what I already am or what I value what I think I value versus what I actually might truly value if I spent more time thinking on it. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you would like, so what you would do is we'll, like I said, we'll provide this document and you look at your list and you remove the values that you want to have, but simply don't come easy for you. Um, step four is looking at your list and seeing if you are living any of these words in order to get something else. Um, and they're saying that if that's the case, it's not a value. And after doing mine, I think there was a lot I realized that could possibly not be a value, which is why I was thinking about reevaluating um, and taking some more time on my list. Um, and then step five is which values showed up when you were a kid and was saying keep those on the list. I don't know if you knew any reasoning behind that, Corbin, but I think that shows something that might be consistent among your life that's been with you longer that could... I guess, per se, amplify that value. Yeah, I think the idea behind the person who made out that document um, was to figure out what the through line's been and to dig deep into what's been, what has been the the self for a long time, you know, what 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 arose and what has stayed with you. And all that, although that may take different forms as you age and you mature, it's, it's the through line of your life, I think is the idea. Um, it, yeah, cool. Corbin, let me, uh, while my brain's working, jump in here and talk about one thing quickly. I think it was a big realization for me today between two values of mine. Um, and this is not on my list, and I don't even think this is on the multitude of words that are included. But one of my values, and I, Corbin, you might be right. This might be one of those physical things that does not necessarily included, but would be... I guess could go along with discipline, but would be scheduling. I'm very schedule-oriented, and if that was capable of being a value, I would consider it one of mine. But I think in recent times, something that my girlfriend Brenda has taught me is she 
doesn't like scheduling as much. She does a good job at scheduling when she needs to, but has realized that I'm, I wouldn't say maybe uptight with it, but I get to the point where I schedule so much that that's a big reason why I don't live in the moment. And I could possibly be going on and looking towards the next thing. And then I'm disappointed sometimes when scheduling doesn't go as planned. Um, so going back to my initial value of balance, which is the top of my list, I think balance in that spectrum of, I think scheduling is still important, but also not scheduling to the extent that I can't enjoy the moment. Um, I just think that that was a big eye opener for me on how important balance is um, to where there's not always that black and white, but that gray area with balance can be very valuable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like I said, like with any of these things, a good way to evaluate a behavior or something that you do is whether it does align with the values that you set aside once you've really thought about them and you, you pick out things that resonate with you. And one final note on you guys doing that activity is I recommend the 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 document actually says pick go through the words and see which ones resonate with you. And my interpretation of resonant of resonation within you is try to feel it out in your body. See if you have the self-awareness to know what your body just naturally reacts to. Like you'll have, maybe you'll feel like an aha moment and go, oh, that's the value. As opposed to going off of, you know, thinking about values and then sort of mentally filtering them to sound like what you think is good or acceptable or what somebody has told you is good or acceptable. I recommend you doing the first method and feeling it out and not even thinking about it. Not thinking about it. Just picking out the ones that resonate with you and going from there. I think that's, you get a more true, a more true understanding of yourself that way as opposed to running it through a filter of what you think would be acceptable by others or um, something that isn't within your body, like an actual visceral feeling. Because I think there's a, there's a knowing presence within us and, part of our job is to is to unlock that corbin i have a so, i have a question for you for for viewers yeah. to hear i appreciate it man please is, has there been anything in your life recently with the values and i know that you did this you know not too long ago within the last week or so um but that you've realized that you're doing as far as like a daily task or something that you do that didn't align with your values that you might be trying to cut out or that you've already cut out of your life and could you speak upon speak a little bit on that in the case that you have found something and cut it out? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I the dissonance that I talked about earlier, I bring that up because I've been feeling that. So, I bring things to the podcast as as they come up in my life because I figured that if I've been affected by it, then maybe some of you could benefit from it. So, the but this. To Chance's question, the the more specific side of that is figuring out what I want to do with my life and navigating that in a in a way that is true to myself as opposed to true to something that I think might look good on paper. And that's been the piece that I've been wrestling with. 
because I've also realized the importance of being true to myself. And right now I'm doing the work of getting to know myself and feeling that out so that I can make decisions and engage in activities and career paths and everything else in my life that align with who I really am. Because otherwise, I feel that I'm doing a disservice to myself, and years down the road, I'm going to regret that I didn't follow my heart. So, yeah, what were you saying? I was just going to say, I really appreciate you sharing that. I know that was, now you know, somewhat personal, so. Yeah, man. Yes. Oh, exactly. Well, that's why I want to do this podcast, because I'm I'm the connection guy. And I find one of the best ways to connect with people, even though we may not be having a conversation one-on-one right now, is to be vulnerable. And that's my bit of vulnerability um, for you guys. And it's real. And on my values list here recently, and you know I said that I added those two after the fact, after I'd done the values, I added self-actualization and self-expression, which are on the list. That's because... I felt recently what it's like to sort of come out and and publicly in little bits. I'm still I still have a insecurity about it, but being able to express who I really am regardless of what that looks like and be accepting of who I am. I can't because I find that the world try that other people and yeah, mainly other people in circumstances and educational processes, they try to put you in a box, and I'm just not a box guy. I'm not a box cat, as cats like to get in boxes. Um, that's not me. I, I am one who has a variety of interests, and I have and a variety of ways that I like to express myself, and I know I need to follow that, because otherwise I'm not going to be happy or satisfied in my life, and I can, I can sense that. And it sounds crazy to a lot of people, and maybe because they haven't realized it within themselves, or they're too afraid to be honest with themselves. But but that's how I feel, and that's why I'm really engaging in this self-discovery and self-expression process, because when I do that, I've noticed that, and they're on my values list, because when I do that, I feel great. And I feel aligned, and I feel like I have a lot of joy. True joy in the process of being myself and doing the things I do on a daily basis, no outcome needed. I don't. I don't need. I don't need the A in the class. I don't need the so and so salary. I don't need that stuff. I need to love what I'm doing as I'm doing it because that's what your life's made out of. It's not the finish line. It is. It's running the race and being true. To what race you like running? So I think that's a, yeah, that's that's my answer. I think that's an awesome analogy. I I really do appreciate you sharing that. That's it's very eye opening because as you speak about it, I'm over here like nodding my head like yes, that's great, and realizing my own life sometimes I'm trying to get to the finish line rather than enjoying the race. And it, it's such a good analogy because it's yeah. imagine you're to make it even more visual. You're in you know one of the most beautiful places ever. And you're running a really long race, and that's your life. You know wh- why are we sh- why are we rushing so much to get to the finish line when there's so much along the way? Although there's probably hardships, you know, there's points where you want to stop. But I don't know. That that's a great analogy. So um, I, I do appreciate you sharing that. 
And Chance, I have a, I have a thing about a hardship, about hardships. And this last year, I think I've mentioned this, is last year has been really hard for me. But now as I, and me finding my way out of that hardship is this podcast to me. Like that, I'm coming back here and reporting to you guys about the hard things that I've had to deal with over the past year. And I can tell you though, I'm, I am extremely grateful that I had all the struggles I've had in the last year with finding myself and not feeling aligned and not feeling good and feeling anxious and feeling alone and doing and feeling all these ways I'm happy about it now which is which is like freaky like freaky friday it sounds like but those with <laughs> those hardships I, I'm so grateful for them and it's such a weird experience to be like I was just praying the other day and I was just thankful and being thankful of the fact that that happened to me and once I get to that point Everything, once I look through that lens, everything sort of brightens, which is really neat. Real, realizing what the, what the plan is down the road and how hardships make the plan, make everything sweeter. Like, it's, that's really cool. So, well, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. I know we've briefly talked about that, but I feel, I feel you're expressing it more at this point, and it's not the first time I'm hearing it, but the first time I'm hearing it in this detail. So I, yeah. I'm happy to hear that I can be a uh, a part of this experience for you as well. You know, yeah, I'm man. experiencing myself as well, but it, it seems like it's it's had a tremendous impact on you. So I'm just happy to be a part of that. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, and I love you being my confidant, man. I really appreciate you. Yeah, man. That's the least I can do. Um. Anyway, um, moving forward, I have a couple things going on for the values now. And it's talking about making decisions and setting boundaries for yourself that help you to align with those values. And I'm doing some of those things, you know. And I like to use this metaphor. I don't think we brought this up yet. And I, I made this up. I make up a lot of stuff, it turns out. It is, I make I use the water, the metaphor of taking care of a plant. And you, in this case, you're the plant. So, you know, with a plant, you there's certain things that different plants need. Some of them need more sunlight, and some of them need more water. Or if you're a cactus, you don't need much water. And you need it. Some of them have this weird thing where you dust, dust the leaves of the plant. I may have mentioned this to you guys before. But in this context... If I have the value for connection, and I feel depleted if I don't have connection, that's sort of akin to a plant needing more water, for example. So, a cactus, you know, person, <laughs> someone that doesn't need as much connection, which there's tons of people out there, I'm sure, that have this or need less than me, may not need as much water, a.k.a. connection, as I do. But me knowing my values and looking at my top, I have made it top 12, you know, because I'm a uh, crazy rule breaker. Um, but uh, I had connection on here. And I know in order to water my plant, I need to incorporate things in my life and behave in a way that reflects my need for connection. So I want, I want you guys, once you've gone through this activity, to reflect on things you could do to better align with your values. So if I need to connect more, I need to rebalance my life and reprioritize times time 
and I don't even like saying time. Reprioritize experiences with loved ones. Or reprioritize experiences meeting new people and connecting with people that are different from you, but not even just that, just people in general. And just going out and having, feeling like you guys are on the same page in some way. Um, so yeah, reflecting on that. Chance, is there anything that you think that you sort of do to meet your values through a, by knowing yourself, doing something that is for yourself? So I see, I think the biggest thing would be to take the time to meditate on my values and to consider which ones align with my daily tasks to see if my daily tasks include what my values are. Because being a very structure-oriented person, I have a lot of similarities on a week-to-week basis. And so by looking through what I primarily do throughout the week and see if the values correlate with those could show me either things I need to cut out of my weekly routine and things I need to replace them with, or if it's even a mindset change on doing the same thing, but doing it in a way that's more valuable, doing it with different intentions. Um, so hopefully that, that kind of answers mm-hmm. your question. Yeah. Well, and I've noticed that that mental part is everything. Like that mindset, the paradigm, the lens that you look at, that you look at yourself and the world and the universe and the creator and other people and all these other things through, that's the thing that really changes how you are in the world and how you feel. It's not necessarily the objects you have or things that are anything outside of yourself, even outside achievements, but it's the inside achievements that really make our lives. And um, with the with the lining with our values, I think it's important for our weekly activities. If you're like me, you're not necessarily like me for things that bring you joy. But weekly activities that align with the internal work that you do and the internal enjoyment that you have, as opposed to things that create external external rewards that aren't necessarily satisfying to you, as far as the process goes. But that is something I recommend recommend you guys doing. And there's a phenomenon that I know, that I think a, a lot of people talk about in the workforce now is burnout. And burnout in my mind is when a plant isn't getting what it needs. Or a plant doesn't know what it needs. Or it does know what it needs and it's just not giving itself um, what it needs because of outside circumstances Sorry. that feel like they are pinning it down. I, I had to say I'm, I'm a big big fan of analogies, and I feel like the burnout in the plant situations like overwatering or over, too much sunlight. Yeah, yeah, or you're, yeah, you're damaging the plant as opposed to giving it what it needs. Yes, sir. But but the plant feels like it has to do the things that are damaging it for whatever circumstance or reason. Like the the plant feels like it has to keep doing that same pattern that it knows is not good for it deep down, but it doesn't want to admit because it fears the things that come along with stopping doing that thing. Either because that's what they know, the plant, (laughs) or for whatever reason, but 
there's a there's a because I think a lot of people worry about the opportunity cost of changing, but we forget about the opportunity cost of staying the same. That was that was valuable. And I think that was good. Yeah, that was good content right there. Yeah, do, do you resonate with that? No, I really do, because a lot of the time change. I think change for anyone's hard, and we. I feel like most people look at it like that. You're you're in a comfortable setting, and if you change, that's that's difficult. And you're like, oh well, I'm gonna have to give up this. But it's it's. I'll use another analogy. It's like right now with that, what you're looking at is you're looking up a mountain right now, and you're looking at that opportunity cost to change is the climb up the mountain. But what we don't realize is when we get to the top, what we see up there, and also the the downhill trip. Yeah, sure. Sure. And I just want to encourage you guys to be true to yourself and your values and be honest with yourself because fear a lot of times is going to keep you from living the life that is satisfying to you, in my experience. I'm a young person, but this is what I've experienced. You can take it or leave it, um, but I want to give you guys my perspective, and I hope that it plants a seed within you that that benefits you. I hope these are. I hope I'm sowing and doing the planting season, helping you through your planting season, so that you can reap something that is more you later down the road. Reaps, reap more fulfillment because we've planted a seed and open, not saying you have to do these things, but open your mind to them. And the take it or leave it clause is it could really help you or you can notice that it's not for you and not do it. But it is an idea that, like we said at the very first episode, something we want you to try reflecting on and trying to be brave about it. And be true to yourself. Because that does that does take a lot of courage. And with the... I think a lot of time, like we were saying earlier, with the opportunity cost, we think the devil we know, we think is better than the devil we don't know. And we're afraid of loss. And anytime you make a change, by definition, there is loss involved. And I think we let that loss, we build that loss up so much and we overestimate the loss. And because of that, where we get so afraid that we never change. And that change may be the change we need to live a better life. So You're preaching over there, Corbin. I like this. Yeah, man. This is... Preach a Corbin. No, and, and yeah. <laughs> our, no, it's, it's crazy too because our preacher literally spoke on a good portion of what you're saying. So... I'm hearing this twice today, and it's very valuable both times about how fear holds us back from so many things. It oftentimes it's un- yeah. it's unconscious; we don't realize it. Yes. Well, and and here's the thing, and here's a note for you too, Chance. When you start realizing these things about yourself, and you do get to the point where you have that courage, we have the tendency to beat up on ourselves. But we need to realize that all these things we've done, we loved ourselves through it. Maybe you don't. Maybe that's something for you to work on. But all these things we use to protect ourselves. So don't be mad at yourself because you were trying to love yourself in the way you thought you should. 
So don't be upset about I should. Don't don't berate yourself with should statements like we talked about the cog- on the cognitive distortion episode about our thoughts, about our inner dialogue. Be okay with the fact that you're trying your best. And try not to beat up on yourself about that because that, that is a very big tendency within people, especially people with perfectionist sort of personalities. So, yeah. Uh, Corbin? Chance. What's up, man? <laughs> I was going to say, as far as the time frame goes, uh, we are getting later in the episode. And yeah, I was man. Gonna say, I was thinking we'd wrap. See, yeah. yeah, well, I want to say one quick thing. You know, as uh, revisiting other episodes, you know, we hope that y'all are continuing if you've started or if you haven't. Um, if, if you are, we hope you're continuing the different um, suggestions that we've made in the past. If it's meditation, um, all the different things that we've gone through. You know, we hope that you're on this journey with us and that you've tried a few of these things. Um, and, you know, that's what we made the Facebook f- Facebook page for. We want to hear back from you on how those are going in your life, if it's changing your life, um, things that might be benefiting you, things that might not have benefited you. Um, so feedback on that is always wonderful. Um, as far as a personal note, I got the uh, the child nail polish stuff that, you know, you put on your nails to not bite them. It's like this clear stuff, and it it is working. I'm starting to pick at my nails now, but it, slowly but surely it is starting to work. So I will uh, – that can be another little promotion there. If you have nail-biting um, challenges, I will post – we'll include that on what I actually got. That's something you'd be interested in. But otherwise, um, truly appreciate y'all y'all's journey with us. Thank you for tuning in. Um Without y'all, what we would do, what we do is, you know, not as valuable. So, uh, otherwise, appreciate it. Corbin, I'll, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, man. So, the challenge for this week is the the values reflection exercise that we are going to attach. And we want to give credit to a woman named Ashley Stahl. And uh, she's a great resource also. Um, but, anyway, we wanted to give her credit for that. But we will be attaching um, that so you guys can try it, and we'll provide that resource. So that would be our challenge for the week, and that is, again, the one about reflecting on your own personal values. So thank you guys again, Chance. I love meeting up like this and, and speaking with one another. I feel uh, like I'm living my connection value. So, But love you, Chance. Love you, all you listeners, and I hope you guys have a fantastic week. If you are enjoying or benefiting from our show and you'd like to spread the love, you can do so by subscribing downloading, and telling your friends and family about us, especially if you feel that they could benefit as well. Also, if you'd like to access our show notes, which includes any resources that we may speak about during the show, you can do so by clicking the down arrow, the details button, or the abridged paragraph, depending on the platform from which you are listening. We want to thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate it. The Peace and Purpose podcast is a participant in the Amazon Services LLC Associates Program an affiliate advertising program designed to provide means for creators to earn advertising revenue by advertising and linking to Amazon.com. Both are show notes, and if you'd like to access our show notes, click the down arrow below our graphic or the details button if you're listening on Apple Podcast. And our Facebook page, the link to which you can find in our show notes, may also include affiliate links to Amazon and its affiliate sites. We want to make you aware that the Peace and Purpose podcast will make a referral commission at no cost to you if you choose to use our link to make your purchase. 
Using our links is a good way to show your support for our show if you have the means and feel so called. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose podcast. See you next week.